Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. This is chapter 78 and I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B. And it is part two of the 2018 Movie Ranks Countdown. Uh, if you missed part one, yeah, I'll, why don't you go back and take a listen to that. Um, that was movies 50 through 41. So go back and check that out, reservator.blogspot.com or um, however you're finding this, it should be right before that. Um, whether you're on on the blog or you're at uh, Apple Podcast or Stitcher or somewhere else, Chapter 77 will have the first part of this, and this is now the second part. Now, um, for whatever reason you don't go back and listen to that, which I, I suggest you do, um, just to reiterate, I'm counting down the 50 movies that I watched uh, in 2018. Um, didn't get as many in 2018 as I did in 2017, but still... 50 movies is a good amount of movies. Um, I'm going to try not and spoil anything. Um, There will be some minor spoilers, but I will try not to do any major spoilers. You know, depending on the movie and depending on the situation. I mean, there's certain movies on here that are based on true stories that are pretty well known. Or at least somewhat well known. uh, Which you kind of know the uh, ending to the movies anyways. But I'll try not to spoil too much of of them. But, um... but I mean, some of these movies are over a year old at this point, so if you know you haven't watched them by now, I don't know. But anyways, um, so last time we did fifty through forty-one. Today we will do forty through thirty-one, and again come back tomorrow at the same time, noon, right on the dial. Go to the blog, go to the you know Apple Podcast, Stitcher, whatever, and find the next episode. But today we're focusing on the 30s 40 through 31 and so these ones are a little bit better than the last time but we're still not quite to the upper echelon quite yet uh but let's get going so number 40 um it is a fox movie it came out um <clears throat> march 2nd uh, it made 16.8 million dollars opening weekend 46.8 domestic and 151.4 uh worldwide 46 percent on rotten tomatoes 53 on Metacritic, 6.6 IMDb, and it got a B on CinemaScore. I did not see it in theaters, and it is Red Sparrow. Uh, if you're not familiar with what Red Sparrow is, or maybe forgot, it's been almost a year since the movie came out. And it did fairly okay, I guess, at the box office. Um, this was sort of like a spy movie. It's basically Black Widow, if in terms of like the Marvel kind of universe, with Jennifer Lawrence. And it was a little bit more risque than I would say the Black Widow movie will be. Although there are rumors that that might be R-rated, so I don't know. Um, yeah, so she basically plays this international spy. And she's trying to um, use her womanly ways to get information from certain individuals and whatnot. And stuff happens and people twists and turns and gunfights and whatever. And uh, all sorts of craziness ensues. But it's kind of all over the place and a bit a bit meandered. I don't know. I don't know what the right word to say is. But it's a bit... It's not great. It's not a great movie, I guess, is the bottom line here. Uh, it's kind of a bit all over the place. And doesn't quite... The storyline just kind of falls off the rails, if anything else. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is fine, but like I don't know that she necessarily fit this 
role great. Um, but yeah, I don't. It's not great. It's it's probably worth a watch if it's on and you have nothing else to watch. It's like eh, all right, I'll check it out. But um, yeah, it's nothing to go running out to rent or buy or whatever. If it's on HBO, which it might be at this point, I don't know, or one of those channels, or it's on Netflix or something. Yeah, you got nothing else to watch? Sure, check it out. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, number thirty-nine also came up on. Uh, March 2nd, uh, this is MGM film, Red Sparrow was a Fox film, I don't know if I said that, uh, this came out the same day, <laughs> which is weird, um, that they ended up in the same, right next to each other, but, uh, this one made $13 million opening weekend, 34 domestic, and it, guess it didn't get an international release, because I didn't see any information on that, um, unless I wrote this down wrong, which is very possible, um, it got... Tw- 17 on Rotten Tomato, 31 Metacritic, 6.4 on IMDb, B plus on CinemaScore, and it did. I did not see it in the theaters. And it is Death Wish, the remake of Death Wish, starring Bruce Willis, um, uh, remaking the Charles Bronson film from 60s, 70s. I don't even know when the original came out. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean. The storyline's pretty straightforward. Um, here's like this this guy who's kind of a badass, and then someone kills his or kills or kidnaps his family, and no, I think killed his daughter. Or, I don't know, injures them, whatever. I I now I'm forgetting if they get killed or I don't want to spoil anything, but definitely attacked his family. I don't know if they died or not. I feel like the wife dies and the daughter doesn't, if I remember correctly. Yes, I think that's pretty pretty sure that's what happens. Uh, but anyways, now he's after these people for revenge. Uh, goes after these people, gets caught up in something that he probably shouldn't have been caught up in when, or whatever. And then um, chaos ensues and he starts killing people and kind of becomes like a cult hero sort of type of thing. I don't know, it's just, it's kind of a mess. It's just like, here's a bunch of action, here's a bunch of shooting, here's a bunch of people getting killed. You know, typical R-rated, like, action film. Very, very throwbacky to, like, the 70s, 80s. Where just, there's one guy goes crazy and starts killing people for whatever reasons. Um, I mean, sort of Taken-ish. Um, along those lines, but, like, a little less refined than that. I guess. I mean, it's okay. It's definitely worth worth uh, checking out if you got nothing else to watch. I mean, I'm guessing the original's probably better, but maybe it doesn't hold up. I don't know. I don't don't know if I've ever actually seen any of the previous Death Wishes. I mean, I knew I know of Death Wish, um, but um, I don't know if I've actually seen any other ones. Uh, but regardless, the Bruce Willis version, it's fine, but it's nothing great. Um, I would suggest probably watching some other movie that's similar, similar like plot line. But um, sure, there we go. All right, next up is another Fox movie. We're at number number thirty-eight. Fox movie came out January twenty-sixth. These are all two thousand eighteen. So uh, made twenty-four point one opening weekend, fifty-eight uh, domestic, two hundred eighty-eight 
a million uh, worldwide. It uh, 43 on Rotten Tomatoes, 50 Metacritic, 6.2 IMDb, B plus, and Cinema Score. I did not see in theaters. And is Maze Runner: The Death Cure. Now, this is the third of the Maze Runner movies. Um, not sure if they're planning on making any more. Um, I mean, it kind of wrapped up the franchise, I believe. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter. They could always spin it off into something else. But I'm pretty sure it was based on a book or something along those lines. Um, It's fine. The problem I have with these movies, and similar to, like, Hunger Games and and, and, uh, Divergent uh, series or whatever... Like they're they're set on this certain premise, and the certain premise is kind of cool, and you see that in like in the first film, <coughs> and then they kind of revisit it in the second one, but then by the third ones, they're like completely all over the place, and it's like, all right, well, now we're trying to figure out these, the, you know, what's going on, and how this all started, but like the actual thing that started it, which was kind of the intriguing part of the whole thing, is now gone, and it's kind of like, eh, I don't. It's like I don't care now. It's beca- now it's like any other movie. It's like any other kind of movie uh, that you know the that like something is happening and like some sort. There's a, some conspiracy and they're trying to break the conspiracy and whatever. But like the original concept of the maze is is gone. Same with the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games were you know didn't have anything to do with those last movies. But it's like it. This is the story that you know of how the people started or whatever. And it's like. I get it, like, it's telling a full story or whatever, but it's, like, the intriguing part of the original movie, to lesser degree, the second one, was the maze. And you get to this point where it's, like, well, there's no real maze anymore, it's, you know, but it's, like, I don't know, there was twists and turns, some people showed up that were supposed to be, you know, not there anymore, and, like, I don't know, it's fine, it's fine. I mean, if you watch the first two, you might as well watch this one, but if you haven't watched any of them... I mean, obviously, don't start with a third one, but but I, I don't know that it's worth enough. I don't know if it's worth. T- I don't think it's worth enough to start them, unless you're interested. Unless you're interested to begin with. Um, I mean, at this point, I'm like, the payoff's not good enough to. Whereas, I'm like, oh yeah, you should definitely watch those movies. It's kind of like, eh, nah. Because I mean, if you said should you watch the first one, I probably would have been like, yeah, the first one's kind of cool. And the second one, yeah, it's fine if you watch the first one, but, you know, and I don't know. Um, but let's move on. Um, uh, next up was uh, a universal horror film. <laughs> yeah, so if you wa- listen to the first part, which, again, I think you should go back and do that if you haven't already. You probably should have already done that by now. But, um, yeah, Universal put out some horror films this year that weren't weren't weren't, weren't so great. And here's another one that wasn't great. So great, uh, but it might have been the best of the bunch. Um, so this came, this movie came out July fourth. Uh, made seventeen point three million opening weekend, sixty nine domestic, one hundred thirty five worldwide, fifty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty four on um, Metacritic, and five point one on IMDb. Got a B minus on CineScore. I did not see it in theaters, and that is the first Purge. Now. Familiar with the Purge movies, uh, the first one was yeah, okay. Then the second one was good. The third one was good, but this one was a prequel, and it just didn't work for me. The prequel part of it didn't work for me. It was kind of like, all right, I I understand and I get like 
you know, when you're watching the other movies, it's like the purge is established and sort of the plot line throughout those movies is that they're trying to some figure out a way to end the purge. But now you go back to the first purge and it's like, well, this is how it all started. And it's just like, nah, this is just stupid. Like, why would this even be a thing? Like, it just seems so far-fetched and crazy that this would even start, you know, if you're throwing me in there and it's already happening, like, fine, I can I can somewhat accept that. This is an established thing and it's already happening, it's been happening for years, whatever. But for it to be the first one, and then there's this whole thing with, like, there's, like, these gang war type things that just don't really make sense to me. It just doesn't fit the plot of the movie, especially given that, like, a month, two months later, they had the Purge TV show that came out, which was a lot better, um... I mean, granted, you can spend more time with the characters in a TV show that's 10 episodes that are covering the same amount of time, theoretically, as this same movie is. Whereas in this movie, like, you have to introduce a whole bunch of characters, and that's part of the problem. You're introducing all these characters, and why do we care about any of these characters? The movie's not long enough to care about the characters, and it's like, oh, this is a purge. Like, they might get, they might die and it's like yeah like but why why does that matter to me like these people they don't you haven't established anything enough about them for me to have any interest in in them to you know care enough about what happens to them it's just there's too many characters it was a bit ridiculous the way they you know incorporated the purge itself and it just didn't work. It didn't work. Um, all right, next up, on to number 36. Another universal film. This one is not a horror movie, although like you could argue it. there was some horror bull stuff in it, but <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, this is universal. It came out uh, July 13th. Um, it made $24.9 million opening weekend, 67.7 domestic, 304 worldwide so it did pretty well worldwide um 46 percent rotten tomato 51 uh i uh metacritic 5.9 imdb b plus cinema score i did not see in the theaters and that was skyscraper um so the rock kind of just decided to do all sorts of crazy action movies you know and it's nothing new he's been doing this for a while and some of them were good san andreas i liked uh, the Jumanji film, you know, that was a little less action, you know, movie-ish, but that was pretty good. I mean, obviously, the Fast and Furious movies are what they are, you know, but he's been pretty solid in those. Um, this one, it it was, it's tough to really, uh, you know, it was funny how much people were like, hey, it's like Die Hard, but in a building. And it's like, wait, wasn't Die Hard in a building? And it's very similar to Die Hard, <laughs> to be fair, in so much as which they put out a poster, which was basically just remaking the Die Hard poster, which just had the, the new building and the rocket in it instead of Bruce Willis and the old building. But um, the, um, I don't know, it just didn't work for me. It was just like, I kind of just want to watch Die Hard. <laughs> like, it was like, you're watching it and it's like, yeah, I'd kinda, can I just watch Die Hard? Like, do I, do I have to watch this? You know, I think The Rock spread himself a little too thin with some of this stuff. And uh, we'll cover a little bit of that 
and I might as well just loop the next movie into it too. Um, this movie came out June, uh, no, sorry, came out uh, April thirteenth. Warner Brothers movie made thirty five million dollars, thirty five point seven million dollars opening weekend, ninety nine point three domestic, four hundred twenty six point two uh, worldwide, uh, fifty one uh, Rotten Tomato, forty five. Metacritic 6.1 IMDb A minus at the Cinema score Nazi in theaters that was Rampage. So here's the problem: you had Rampage that came out in April, and then you have Skyscraper come out in July. And not to say that they're the same movie because they're definitely not, but they're similar enough that it's like okay, if I want to watch The Rock in some sort of action movie involving like a city and like a building and like stuff getting destroyed, which one am I gonna watch? I was like, am I gonna watch the one with like, you know, the monsters from the video game I remember playing when I was a little kid, or am I gonna watch the one that kind of looks like Die Hard? You know what I mean? And clearly, people, at least in the, you know, just based off these numbers, preferred Rampage. Um, but that might just be because it came first. If you flip flop these, maybe people are just kind of like, eh, don't really want to see another rock movie with basically seems similar i mean skyscraper he was missing a leg i guess was the other difference i don't know um but um yeah i don't know the ramp i i did enjoy rampage better but obviously not that much better it's only one slot ahead i mean they kind of i think i watched them very close together so they're kind of in my mind, they kind of bleed into each other a bit. Now, obviously, with Rampage, they had the characters from the video game, so it was a little bit more... There was a little more to it. A skyscraper was just like, oh, here's... You're gonna work at this skyscraper as, like, a security guy or something. Oh, oh crap, something's gone wrong. Please help us save the building or whatever. Oh, also, your family is trapped. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Ugh. Overall, I don't think it was a great year for the movies for The Rock. Uh, let's see how he does this year. He's in the Fighting with the Family, the Page movie. I don't know how much he's in it, but he's definitely in it. He's got um, the Hobbs and Shaw movie coming out later in the summer. And I believe the Jumanji sequel is coming out at the end of the year. So, we'll see. We'll see how The Rock does this year. Last year, not so much. Um, Alright, let's move on, though. Because there's a bunch of more action movies that, <laughs> that uh, were around this this year that weren't great all right uh number 34 is a fox movie it came out uh september 14th made 24 million dollars opening weekend 51 domestic 160 worldwide 32 percent at um rotten tomato 48 metacritic 5.4 imdb got a c plus and yes i did see this in one of the theaters and that was the predator mm. okay so not to disgrade the movie too much, but there were some issues with the um, their production. Let's just say, lots of issues. With the production of this film. Um, it turns out there was a guy in it that was like a sexual predator or something like that, which is just ironic and terrible at the same time. Um, who like. Last minute, they decided to cut his scenes because uh, Olivia Wilde said something and then people got mad and a bunch of stuff came out and I don't know. Um, 
Then there was kind of blowback on Shane Black, who's the director, because, you know, he was friends with this guy or something and didn't tell anyone, but knew about it. Um, I mean, my biggest issue with the movie, outside of that stuff, because there seemed to be stuff missing in the movie. Like, there were certain points of the movie that was like, oh, here they are here. Oh, wait, all these all of a sudden these guys are here. How the hell did that happen? No one knows, because they didn't explain anything. Uh, so I feel like there might have been some stuff in there that got cut out that... Um, that may have involved him. And the the other issue with this movie was, I mean, when you go back to the original Predator, um, it wasn't supposed to be funny in like a ha-ha, I mean, well, no, I mean, yes, there are some one-liners and stuff, and, and there's some funny sort of things about it, but it was more funny, like... It was more. It was. It wasn't like tended to necessarily be funny, but it was funny, kind of, just in that '80s action over the top kind of like way. Um, whereas this one was trying to be funny. Like, obviously, you have Key from Key and Peel in there. Okay, then you're trying to be funny. But then Thomas Jane was like cutting jokes, and like it was just it was a little too jokey for what it was. Um, and the other thing too is it's Shane Black, so. Shane Black. If you're familiar with any Shane Black movies, he always has to throw in a kid. Iron Man 3 comes to mind. This just throws in a kid for whatever reason. It's like, oh, here's a, here's a plot line about a kid. And it's like, okay, for Iron Man 3, maybe that makes sense. But this is The Predator. It's like an R-rated like action movie. It's like, I'd be throwing little kids in there for no reason. Like, what, what do I care about this plot line with this kid? It's like, it's one of the guy's sons, and he finds the Predator mask or whatever. It's just like... Ah, just dragged the movie. Dragged the movie down so much. Um, but at the same time, you still got the Predator. But then there's like a different Predator. But then there's a Predator after a Predator. It, you know, it was a little convoluted with the Predators. But, um, you know, I mean, it's the Predator. It's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, that's, I, that's why I got it at number 34 and not like lower down the list. Um, but, um. But yeah, so it's unfortunate because it seemed like they were going back, you know, because the, they had Predators, which wasn't great, and then they had the Alien vs. Predators movies, and it was kind of like, all right, we're gonna just kind of restart this whole thing. And there's like a tease at the end, and like I'm just sitting there being like, oh boy, here it is, here it is. I thought it was gonna be Schwarzenegger, and it wasn't. And it just was very disappointing. Sorry, spoilers, spoilers. It wasn't. Schwarzenegger wasn't in, in the movie. Supposedly he was rumored to be involved, and then ultimately it didn't end up happening or whatever. But there's this one point where they tease something, and it's just like, oh, sweet, it's going to be Schwarzenegger. And then it's like, nah, damn it. <laughs> but anyways, um, I don't know if they're going to do anything else with it. They kind of slept it sort of as a... It sort of set up a sequel, but like I think they do that with any movies these days, for the most part. And I don't think it did well enough to merit a sequel. But the Predator is a known franchise, and it's an established franchise. Whether the movies, are, whether you like the movies or not, or whatever, it's it's a known thing. So I'm sure at some point down the line, there's going to be another Predator movie. So uh, yeah, all right. Next up. Um, Warner Brothers movie that came out on March 16th made 23.6 million opening weekend 57.4 domestic 273.5 worldwide 51 on Rod Tomato 48 
uh, Metacritic 6.3 IMDb. Got a B, uh, just straight up B. I thought that said B minus, but that's just a smudge on my TV on my uh, on computer screen. Uh, got a B on um, Cinema Score. I did not see in the theaters. Excuse me, and that is Tomb Raider. Um, so, for those of you that may not be familiar, there's the original Tomb Raiders video games that came out, you know, in the '90s. Uh, Laura Croft, the night, you know, had had a certain look to her. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, so then they did those movies with uh, Angelina Jolie, kind of fit the mold there. Uh, those kind of fell out of favor. Those video games and you know somewhat the movies. So then they kind of tried to revamp it to a different type of, you know, Laura. I mean, still Laura Croft as a Tomb Raider, but it's just, it was kind of a different vibe to it. The, uh, the different look, kind of a different, more, more Indiana Jones-ish kind of, uh, so, so much than, like, running gun shooting people type of thing that the original movie, the original shows, uh, original movies and video games were. This one became more of an adventure one. So, this movie is a bit more like that. Um, those remakes, um, how more recent tomb, tomb Raiders. Uh Alicia of Cantor, I think that's how you say her name, was the new Tomb Raider. It, it was fine. Um it just it wasn't great, but it, it was fine. You know, it's it just kinda one of those movies that's like, yeah, yeah, it's alright. I mean if you if you know you know, I don't think you have to play the video games to care about the character or anything, but like uh Walt Goggins is in it, he's pretty good. And stuff. <laughs> we'll get to him later on in a different movie, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a ton to say about it. I mean, was it better than the the original movies, the Laura Croft? I mean, the Angelina Jolie ones. It's it's different. It's a bit more down to earth, if you want to say it's. Want to say that? I guess it's not as not as crazily over the top as those movies were i don't think um but I mean, it's, it's fine it's fine for what it is um so yeah yeah let's move on um all right number 32 uh this movie came out uh on november 9th it was a netflix movie so it has no box office numbers uh made 60 uh, no sorry it uh 63 on rotten tomato 59 on um, Metacritic, 7 on IMDb. Uh, obviously, it wasn't in theaters or anything. So, uh, as the Outlaw King. Um, yeah, so I didn't really know too much about this movie. I just kept seeing the ads for it on Netflix and stuff. Um, so I was like, oh, all right. It's got Chris Pine in it. Seems kind of interesting. All right, let's check it out. Um, so then as I'm watching it, I'm realizing it's like the historical successor to uh braveheart basically so william wallace and braveheart that whole thing goes down and then you know this is kind of the next story of that and this chris pines character who's i forget his name but he kind of leads up a new kind of rebel revolution type of thing and there's the battles and battles and battles and fights and battles and fights and battles and um and it's like similar in the lines to braveheart or whatever um, but it's just, it, it, it's kind of outside of the, 
the fight scenes, which are good. It's just kind of boring. Like, did nothing, like, it's like, nothing really happens. It's like, eh. It's like, he finds, like, a woman and, like, falls in love and then it's like, okay. She's like a princess or something along those lines. I don't know. And it's like, yeah, alright, that's fine, I guess. Uh, Chris Pine's Scottish accent is not good. So it kind of, you know, if you're kind of one of those sticklers for accents and stuff, it's a bit jarring. <laughs> yeah, so uh, be be forewarned if you go check it out. But it's on Netflix. You, you know, I'm sure if you've been on Netflix in the last two months, you've seen it pop up on your suggestions, I'm guessing. Um, certainly did it on mine. So I was like, yeah, fine, I'll check it out. Um, I mean, I'd say just go watch Braveheart, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what to say there. I mean, it's not about William Wallace, so... It's still it's not quite the same, but it's they mention him by name a bunch of times and kind of talk about like the what had happened in that sort of you know not specifically Braveheart the movie, but kind of historically um, through the you know what happened um, in Scotland and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so Outlaw King Netflix, I'd say check it out. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit lengthy, but not too bad. Uh, but if you've got some time and you got nothing else to watch on Netflix, which there's plenty to watch on Netflix, don't get, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, let's move on. Um, number 31, so this will be the last movie on this uh, portion of the movie ranks. Uh, I can move on to episode 3 tomorrow. Before we get there, number 31 came out on uh, July 20th, uh, made... $3.6 million opening weekend, did 8.8 domestically and 15.1 worldwide, so bit of a bomb at the box office. Uh, 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, 53 on Metacritic, 5.8 on IMDb, and uh, it got a C on uh, CinemaScore, and it was not, I didn't, I did not see it in the theaters, and that is Unfriended Dark Web. It is the sequel to Unfriended, which came out a few years ago. Um, which had a very interesting concept to it, which they reuse in this, but they do, they do it differently in this one as opposed to that one, which I think works a little, I don't want to say better, but at least it works in, in it that makes the movie different enough. Cause if they just like rehashed the first one, it would, you know, it would have been stupid. But in this one, they change it up enough. So basically, so this movie's all done through like a, um, it's all done on like a, a screens, uh, basically. So a laptop, basically. It starts off a laptop, but it kind of, it deviates a little bit from, from that. And it's a bit weird how they do it because it's like, yeah, why is this person keeping this screen open on this laptop so you can watch something that has nothing to, you know, it's kind of like, Okay, there's a bit too much stretching of that, but uh, but everything's on this guy's laptop, and basically this guy finds his laptop, takes it from this, takes it from this um, coffee shop or something. I don't know, whatever it is, and because it got left there, but now now he's signed in, he's trying to sign out of everything that was person before and then he's signing in on his stuff but it keeps on bouncing him out and then he gets all these messages that are intended 
supposedly for this other person and all sorts of stuff happens and there's this whole crazy stuff that's on the laptop that shouldn't like he shouldn't have access to and it's kind of it evolves from there and he's meanwhile trying to do a game night with a bunch of people on skype or one of those i don't know if it's skype specifically but on something like you know screening um um you know conference type of thingy whatever i don't know google hangout or whatever um and then sorts of stuff all sorts of starts happening and and sort of hackers and stuff involved um it's pretty good i enjoyed it um i don't know if it was better than the first one necessarily but it was definitely very on it was on par with the with the first one just cuz i like the way they changed it up a bit in this storyline feel like worked a little better in this kind of situation than the first one did. The first one was a little more supernatural element to it, I guess. Um, whereas this one doesn't really. Um, but yeah, so that's number 31. So that's, uh, so just, yeah. So there we go. We're, we're, we're two third, two fifths of the way in now. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed this. Uh, hopefully, you know, I don't know. Let me know at Razor Vader on Twitter what you think of this list so far maybe you can tell me what your lists are maybe maybe you have an art maybe you have a better argument for some of these movies that they should be higher up on the list i don't know but uh, let me know uh, you can also uh, go to the blog at razorreader.blogspot.com post something there uh apple podcast stitcher you know subscribe to the podcast leave a review or let me know what you think of my list or something or you know subscribe obviously uh and everything and yeah so we'll we'll see you back tomorrow where we'll be talking about movies 30 through 21 so they're starting to get starting to get a little better now starting to get some of the the better the better movies of the year maybe the high, more high profile movies of the year um maybe some ones that for disappointments but are at least still kind of on the list i don't know we'll get there we'll see you tomorrow noon noon dropping at noon so check wherever you found this one check tomorrow at noon or it's, maybe it's already there. Maybe you find these all together. Just move on to the next one. Um, and thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.